You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. The 49ers roster countdown continues. Number 11, Brandon Ayuk going into his third year, which is key if you ever watch the development of wide receivers in the NFL. And the question I want to ask myself today and what we're going to end with, can Brandon Ayuk be the wide receiver one for the 2022 49ers question we're going to answer we're going to jump into some film we're going to go through background his draft profile um what he's done for the 49ers and then end with will he be the 49ers number one wide receiver in 2022 now if we look at kind of who he is jersey number 11 i love the one one um six foot 200 pounds uh he's 24 years old young entering into his third season now the good news is he was a first round pick traded up in the back end of the first round we'll detail that trade later but because of that you've got five years of Ayuk instead of just four on that rookie deal so with what's happening now with Debo about to get extended and all that stuff you add an entire year on a cheaper salary cap because he is a first round wide receiver you get that fifth year option which is important so as we do go through his background, let's jump into some film. This is something I put up um, for Patreon a year ago, I believe. Um, so again, if you're a Patreon member, all you got to do is type Brandon Ayuk into your search field. I know we got like 300 videos up there, but uh, just type in Ayuk and it'll pull up right away. Uh, I think this is a 30 plus minute breakdown on his film. So you'll see it paused and moved around, um, you know. I'm talking over this. If you want to watch the original video, that's on Patreon. Patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast. Best way to support the show. Uh, but, yeah, we did a full 30-minute clip just on his rookie year film, uh, which was a blast. Now, how do you pronounce his name? It's Ayuk um, for our street fighter fans. Ayukid, right? Like, uh, you can get it that way. But it's pronounced I, like the eyeball, and Yuk, Y-O-O-K, Ayuk. Um, he is the only second person from Northern Nevada High School to become a first-round pick. Former defensive tackle Sean Knight was drafted by New Orleans Saints, number 11 overall in 1987. Now, even though he grew up in Nevada, he's got roots in Northern, Car uh, Northern California. 
He attended Sierra College, which is in Rockland, California, um, for two years before he transferred to Arizona State. And for those of you, my my old folks that have been Niners fans for a while, that's where the 49ers spent training camp for about 15 plus years um, back in the 80s and 90s. So, you know, the connection to the 49ers has been there for a while for Ayuk. And he even said when he got drafted, quote, my mom's been a huge 49ers fan her whole life. Uh, so this kind of bled on me a little bit when I was younger, end quote. And so a lot of friends and family from back home were all talking about how he's going to the Niners, going to the Niners. And it was crazy that it actually happened. Now, during his time at JUCO, we're going to kind of bounce around high school, JUCO, college, um, 49ers, building this complete player background profile out, um, just providing as much context and nuance as we can to this this amazing player. And again, I think we spend more time on these players that are, this is number 11 um, out of a 53-man roster. And if you wanted to have them higher, you wouldn't be wrong. Um, we finished with number 11, and one, I'm just so excited about what he brings with Trey Lance because I think his best skill set and Trey Lance's best skill set pair completely. But back to his time at Sierra College and later Arizona State, work ethic has been the key. Everywhere he's been, um, Ben Noonan, who coached him at Sierra College, said, man, dude lived in the weight room. When he first arrived at Sierra College, he could squat 275 275 pounds. That's it. When he left, 500 pounds. So, like, you're talking about a wide receiver that can squat 500 pounds. Squat something that you got to build in the weight room. That's just all there is to it. Um, he also said that routinely stayed 30 minutes after practice working on routes, which was rough in uh, Sierra Nevada because it's so hot. You, you know, coach said usually it's 110 degrees out there or whatever, but he'd stay. Um, and then he was the first one out with the quarterbacks. You know, you hear that a lot, but look at this offseason, him and Trey Lance. If you see a video of Trey Lance working out, guess who's with them? Yep, Brandon Ayuk. And so very demanding, very – he put the work in, which is what I love most about it. Now, um, again, Robert McQueen High School, Reno, Nevada. And, you know, he grew up there, played wide receiver, defensive back, and return kicks. He did that his entire career. Even when he went to JUCO, even when he was at Arizona State, he was a beast kick returner. I mean, just absolutely insane what he was able to accomplish. He was all Northern Nevada, um, honorable mention, all state as a senior. And then he goes to Sierra Junior College. Okay. Um, and whenever he goes there as a freshman, caught 29 passes, 573 yards, five touchdowns, was named all big eight conference. Then junior, he was an all American, uh, uh, junior college, all American, sorry, his sophomore year. 60 receptions, 960 yards, 14 touchdowns. Also returned two kickoffs for a touchdown and a punt for a touchdown. Um, so incredible. Finished with 2,499 all-purpose yards uh, with his junior college career. And then he transferred. Now, he got, he got offers from Kansas, Colorado State, Tennessee, Alabama. But he chose Arizona State because they wanted him as a wide receiver. Alabama wanted to move him to a corner. And the story goes, Alabama came, watched him work out, and they liked his athleticism, his body style, all those things, which we'll go over soon. They weren't sure he had the speed. 
And so he said, I'll run the 40 right now. Gets out there, runs back-to-back 40s with a 4.46 and a 4.48. Alabama offered him on the spot. Uh, But he wanted to play receiver. He was stuck on that. And so he chose Arizona State, which is important for the Niners fans because guess who the head coach is? Herm Edwards. What does that mean? He is best friends. Not good friends. Best friends with John Lynch. Like, I mean... That was the connection that got him to the 49ers. And they will take players if they can trust the coaching staff. Uh, They've been burned by Alabama in the past. And so, you know, you talk about Brandon Ayuk and his journey. If he chose to go to Alabama, he is not going to be a 49er, period. Uh, Not after that Reuben Foster thing. They're not taking a top-tier player um, from Alabama. They just don't trust the coaching staff. They feel they were lied to. Um, Anyway, take that for what you will. So whenever he goes, uh, his junior year, 2018, at Arizona State, his first year, right, because he transferred from JUCO, um, very successful uh, transformation. It's not even close. Um, Steps in, played 13 games for the Sun Devils, 33 catches, 474 yards, and three touchdowns. But he was behind Nikhil Harry. And it took him time, and once Nikhil Harry got drafted, you know, moved on, that's whenever he exploded. That's whenever he kind of took over his senior year, um, recorded 1,192 receiving yards his senior year, fifth most in ASU history, um, second in FBS in regular season yards after the catch, Shanahan Staple, 710 yards after the catch unbelievable 10.9 yards after the catch per reception 12th best in the country i mean dude was just lighting it up man um receiving yards averaged 99.3 receiving yards per game i mean you can just go on six of his eight touchdowns were more than 30 yards and this is something that i care the most about we haven't seen the best thing about brandon Ayuk's game and that's big time deep touchdowns He's, he excels at it. He tracks the ball as well as anybody whenever it's up in the air, and we haven't seen it. He's gotten six and eight deep targets, uh, over 20 air yards since he's been drafted by the 49ers. That is going to change with Trey Lance. Now, back to his senior year, um, he went over 2,000 all-purpose yards for his career, despite only being there two years. Um, racked up 1,870 all-purpose yards um, his senior year, which is just insanity (laughs) that's a lot of yards to put that into context Debo Samuel had 1770 all-purpose yards last year now I know college is different Pac-12 is different but he went off uh there's no doubt about it he was the only player in the country to have 200 yards both punt and kicking return yards um just unreal what he was able to accomplish now he goes to the combine after having core muscle surgery in April Um, so like, it wasn't like he had core, sorry, let me back that up. He had core muscle surgery after the combine. Like he was still dealing with an issue. Very similar to Bosa, um, gets out there, runs a 4.5040, which is good. Not great. Keep in mind, um, he ran a 4.46 and a 4.48 two years previously, but if you look at his 10 yard split, his get off 1.52, which is top 93%. In the NFL for wide receivers, 40 inch vertical dude can leap 92% wingspan, 81 inches. Um, he's got 33 and a half inch arms. They are long and he uses them very, very well. Top 89% of wide receivers, nine and three quarter inch hands check, uh, bench press reps, 11 broad jump, 128 
that's wonderful. I mean, he just he had so many traits that you want as a wide receiver and those long arms. You know, he's only six foot, but it doesn't matter whenever you have arm length like that because he can just go pluck the ball out of the sky, especially a 40 inch vertical. So if you're looking at catch radius, it's top of the list. That's all there is. He got drafted in the first round, pick number 25. The 49ers, they jumped up and got him. Um, my pre-draft write-up, this is before the 49ers picked him. I said explosive but raw. One good year of production. Um, I went through and talked about how some plays looks like he has the best hands in the draft and snatches the ball perfectly out of the air. Then he proves you wrong with the routine drop. Still has a couple of those. Um, very raw, bit of a project wide receiver with insane upside. Um, does not run the full route tree. Arizona does not ask them to do that. Arizona State, sorry. Um, but who knows? Ball security, a little bit of a concern, but man, incredible on deep balls, incredible missed tackles, incredible yards after the catch. Just needs to be coached up. Now, my player comparisons for him, again, this was before he was drafted. Nate Burleson. Justin Jefferson and C.D. Lamb. Now, you could say, well, that's a pretty big gap between those guys. Well, this was before they were all drafted. Um, so, like, that, but that's the physical makeup. That's the play styles, those style of players. That's what he had. I said he would be drafted anywhere between late first to third round. The biggest differential of any wide receiver in the draft. And 100% he lived up to that. Now, quotes from... Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch after uh, they drafted him. Kyle Shanahan said, quote, there's no doubt about it. Lamb was the other guy who was in competition with them, end quote. Uh, John Lynch said, Brandon Ayuk and Kinlaw were two of the six players that they wanted to take at 13 before the draft started. Um, so they get to 13. Both of them are still there. They trade back one spot. And John Lynch says, if Kinlaw would have got picked at 13, they would have taken Ayuk at 14. Uh, now, you could kind of take, let's see here, how to phrase this. You could say, yeah, of course, every GM says that. Well, they've been pretty damn honest about things like this. Injury news, don't trust. This, I kind of do trust. Now, the trade that they got to get Ayuk is interesting because they fell back from 13 to 14 with the Bucks. And they got an extra fourth rounder for it. Then they traded that fourth rounder um, to jump up to 25 overall. But they had to add a little more. So they traded their number 31 pick. Their fourth round pick they got in trading back with Javon Kinlaw. And then a fifth round pick as well, 176, to go up and get them. Um, so they were excited about this. As soon as C.D. Lamb went, they jumped up um, and went and got their guy. So drafted him there. Now, what has he accomplished uh, since he showed up, he's started 27 out of 29 games. Um, snap counts good. Play, you know, played in 12 games his rookie year. Played in every single game last year, which you gotta love. And if you go back to his time um, in Arizona State, he never even missed a practice, let alone a game. So he's been there. Now he had a little bit of an issue. There's no doubt about that. And I'm going to play this clip from Kyle Shanahan. This was just a couple days ago. And I think it's the most promising clip of anything that's happened in Brandon Ayu's career. Because, right, you had the whole doghouse moment last year. He didn't start week one. Trent Sherfield started over him. All those things. Kyle Shanahan's going to explain it for us very clearly. Important. Um, it's people, 
you got to go through experiences to learn stuff. I mean, people can tell you everything they want, but you don't really know until you go through it. And I think that was the, the cool thing hearing from Brandon because his rookie season was COVID year. And so he didn't have anything in the off season. He just showed up here and that we didn't even know until about two weeks before we showed up whether we were having a season or not. So he was a little behind. And then training camp was kind of a joke for the whole league. Um, and so the season was kind of weird. And then we had so many people get hurt and he had to play a ton. Um, but that's all he knew with the NFL. So his, his experience is, man, I just kind of showed up and, and I started all year and people say I'm going to be one of the best guys next year. And he does have that ability. And, but he thought that was NFL. And the next offseason, um, COVID still, we didn't have the right rules. And he didn't, he didn't know he had to do anything until camp. So he just came a little behind. He's like, oh, man, this camp's tougher than last year. It's like, yeah, last year wasn't camp. And then you get into the season and it's, man, this is different. And I think Brandon, instead of blaming other people and making excuses, he worked, didn't say a lot, just kept going to work. And he's a smart dude and he is perceptive. And he learned, wow, th this is right. This is totally different. Man, I'm going to be ready for year three because year two was really my rookie year. And that's why he's so much far ahead right now. And sometimes sometimes guys got to get cut to learn that. And that's that's what you hope guys don't have to do. Um, but guys got to learn it somewhere. And here we are standing on the other side of the tunnel that Brandon Ayuk came out of. You remember last year, people were like, oh, fire Shanahan, can't use this number one wide receiver. He's not developing, whatever. No, through transition and rough times, sometimes you have to go through stuff. And in order to do that, he's got to work it out himself. I mean, look at what's happening around the league. Kyler Murray forcing him to watch tape and then not because it hurt his feelings. Like, no, you can't. Sometimes you have to be abrasive as a coach, and you got to develop these guys. And I love the path that Brandon Ayuk has taken, and I think this year is going to be a huge jump up. Jump up from what? Well, let's look at his past numbers. His rookie year, you remember he was injured at the start with that core muscle surgery, took him some time, all that stuff. Only played, um, he started 11 games, played in 12. Had 60 receptions, led the team. 748 yards um, and five touchdowns. Then he comes the last year, didn't start week one. Took him six weeks before he started putting up quality numbers because he had to change the way he played. And it was run blocking. Like, no, no, you don't get to what, like, if you don't block in Shanahan's team, even if you're a wide receiver, you don't play. It's that simple. I don't care how good a wide receiver you are. That outside zone is number one for Kyle Shanahan. So it took him a while, ended up with 56 catches, so four less, but 826 yards. So even though he had four less catches last year, he had over 50 more receiving yards. 14.8 yards per reception, which was incredible, and five receiving touchdowns again. Now, again, you look at the deep targets, which, again, my favorite thing about Brendan Ayuk's game is tracking that damn deep ball. And with those with the 40-inch vertical, those long arms, soft hands, it's where he's, I think he's at his best. We haven't seen it. We have not seen it yet. Jimmy just couldn't throw it deep or didn't want to. He, he's had six deep targets last year and eight deep targets in 2020. And that was it with Jimmy Garoppolo, right? That was the whole injured season and, you know, Nick Mullins and all that stuff. So what is it looking forward? Can Brandon Ayuk be the wide receiver one for the 49ers? Now, I do expect Debo to sign. Um, and... 
I think this year is going to be much closer to a wide receiver one and wide receiver one. A. I don't think there's going to be a giant bifurcation in receiving yards like there was last year, right? Where you have, you know, <laughs> Debo getting, you know, 1400 yards or whatever. And Ayuk getting 800 yards. I don't think that's going to be the case. And so I went through, did my 2022 projections. I got him getting 98 targets, 64 receptions. So the reception's going up a little bit, but the quality of reception's going up. That's what's important to me. Uh, average depth of target will go up. I got him eclipsing the 1,000-yard mark for the first time in his career with 1,034 yards and seven touchdowns. That's a pretty damn good year. Does that make him the wide receiver one? No, I still have Debo getting more yards. But I have Debo taking a slight step back and Ayuk's taking a slight step forward, narrowing that gap. And man, I am so pumped to see the Trey to Brandon Ayuk connection. It's going to be huge because I think Trey's skill set matches closer with what Brandon Ayuk has to offer than Debo. But Debo's just different. Um, even though he matches better with Ayuk, Debo's still Debo. So yeah, I'm excited pumped for what Ayuk can bring. He's our number 11 player. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match of up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. We've made it to the top 10 of the 49ers roster countdown. And unlikely candidate, perhaps, at number 10, maybe not talent-wise, uh, deserves to be up here. But as far as consistency and versatility and one of the only mainstays in the interior of the offensive line, Daniel Brunskill comes in at number 10. And, you know, whenever we were doing these rankings and kind of pairing numbers, 
it was just hard to keep them out of the top 10. Yeah, there are definitely far more talented players um, ranked lower than him, um, even at premium positions. But when you look at the 2022 year, Trey Lance being comfortable and not harassed up the middle is at a priority for this team. And Daniel Brunskill is the only returning guy in there. Nobody else has literally any starts. Uh, if you're looking at Aaron Banks stepping at left guard, you're looking at maybe Jake Brindell. We'll talk about him. Three career starts. Uh, if you're going to put a rookie or Colton McKivitz or Jalen Moore at right guard, uh, again, more question marks. Daniel Brunskill is going to be starting for this team. There's no doubt about it. Um, just where? That's the question. We're going to be hearing from Kyle Shanahan a little bit later as well, detailing what this camp competition is going to look like. But what we're going to go through now is, man, very, very crazy journey from uh, you know high school, college, to the San Diego fleet, <laughs> which doesn't even exist anymore, to where he is now. Um, he has scrapped his way. Um, didn't even get a college scholarship. Uh, didn't even get drafted. Didn't even get invited to, like combine. Like You can just go on and on and on. It's a modern-day story. If he was a quarterback, they'd be making movies about this guy's journey. I mean, it's freaking Kurt Warner-esque, but he's an interior offensive lineman. So let's jump into kind of who he is and what he has done for the 49ers. He wears jersey number 60, six foot five, 300 pounds, which is kind of that prototypical old lineman that Shanahan likes, that 6'5", 300-pound mark. He's 28 years old, which is crazy because he's only entering his fourth season technically um even though he's been around the nfl much longer than that only four accrued seasons he did have a couple years um with the falcons but never got playing time so it never qualified as a true year he's from valley center high school california uh just east of carlsbad just um so like you know m much more inland but dude is a smart 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 civil engineering major for san diego state the aztecs it's crazy to me how many players came from San Diego that are on this roster. It is, it, I think, more players from San Diego and San Diego State than any other colleges uh, for the 49ers on their current roster. Now, you look at what he did in high school. 3.83 GPA in high school. Kid's smart as hell. Two-year letter winner. Um, first team all CIF. First team all Valley League. First team all North um, County. Uh, all these different things. Team captain as a senior, also, uh, talk about athleticism, played volleyball, lacrosse, and was on the wrestling team. Uh, there is <laughs> nothing I respect more than people that uh, go through wrestling. They're just almost impossible. You know, whether I played against them, coached for them, they were incredible. I used to do, like, MMA stuff in college. Uh, the worst beating I ever got in my life was against, a, you know, a wrestler guy with a wrestler background. They just translate. They translate. It's all about leverage. It's all about using your body and counterweight. It just translates. And, again, you know, you look at whenever I'm doing a line film, man, if I see wrestler, I, I – Plus, 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 because it's just it teaches you how to use your body and leverage and bend and all those things. Um, walked on in 2015 to San Diego State. He did not get a scholarship offer. Um, began his college career as a tight end. He had 15 receptions, 143 yards, and two touchdowns in 27 games. But then his senior year in college went back to offensive line. Listen to some of the awards that he got. Uh, 2012 um, Offensive Co-Scout Player of the Year. Remember, walk-on. Uh, like, he had to grind his way up. 
2016 President's Award, which is the highest standard of athletic and academic excellence that permeates this entire roster. Um, uh, Offensive Lineman of the Year in 2016, three-time Mountain West Fall All-Academic Team, uh, 2015 Honorable Mention All-Mountain West, 2016 Second Team, 2015 um, Honorable Mention Pro Football Focus All-American. I mean, he did well. Um, was on the Werfel Trophy watch list, which is incredible. Um, it's kind of similar to the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award for uh, college athletes. Again, goes to people that do the most community service and other things. He was huge on that. Also chosen as the Burlesworth nominee, which goes to the best college walk-on, which is incredible. Um, again, scrappy. He, he's fought for everything he's ever got. Played for the San, Di- San Diego Fleet in 2019. Under former uh, Rams head coach Mike Martz. So he played the AAF. It goes bankrupt. You know, everybody got screwed. Nobody got paid. Then he joins the 49ers in 2019. So he legitimately played two football seasons <laughs> in 2019. And we went all the way to the Super Bowl. So it might have broke the record for most games played in. And he played a very significant role in that 2019 um, run. He he started four games at right tackle in 2019, two games at right guard, and one and a half games. He stepped in uh, halfway through for Joe Staley, got hurt at left tackle. I mean, dude just stepped in. Did an admirable job, incredible job. He's played everywhere, center, tackle, guard, both tackle spots, as a matter of fact. He's just the Swiss Army knife of the offensive line. Now, um, yeah, and I would say this, you know, uh, most important offensive lineman besides Trent Williams. Yeah, I'd put him ahead of Mike McGlinchey, and we did in this, you know, countdown as well because there's no mainstay in the interior of that offensive line. He's got to be that. In 2019, he won the Community Relations Youth Football Ambassador Award for the 49ers and has had his best games of his career against Aaron Donald, uh, perhaps one of the better defensive players in the history of the sport. Uh, Aaron Donald did get through and make those plays in the NFC Championship in the fourth quarter, but you know they they go he goes against them twice a year and has had literally five of his best games against Aaron Donald, which just doesn't make sense to me. But hey, I love it. I love it. We don't have a lot of metrics for him um, because, again, he didn't get invited to the combine or any of those things. We do know 17 bench press reps, so that's on the low end for sure. Uh, Three cone 7.9, not great. Vertical 28, not great. He's undrafted for a reason. He is a person that is a better football player than he is athlete and just gets the job done consistently. Never gets injured. Never gets injured. He just plays. Uh, in fact, started 20 games at right guard last year, which is awesome. Now, his journey for through the NFL is interesting. You know, undrafted free agent in 2017 for Atlanta, uh, was on their practice squad, never got activated. 2018 on their practice squad, never got activated, gets cut. Joined the fleet, um, and then the 49ers. And again, he played 12 games, I think it was, for the fleet. Yeah, 12 games for the fleet, and then 20 games for the 49ers. That's 32 games in one calendar year that that guy went through. Incredible. Um, Whenever he signed with the 49ers because he was undrafted free agent, you don't get the draft four-year deal. It's restricted free agent deal, which means he had zero bargaining power until after this year. And, you know, if you look at what he's he's only made two point two million dollars. And I know that's a lot of money for a lot of people would be for me as well. But whenever you're talking about somebody that's started 40 games in the NFL, that's not that much. Now, the good news is he's going to make 
all of that again this year if he stays healthy. And next year, he's an undra- he's an unrestricted free agent, meaning he gets to go through the whole ordeal, and he's going to get paid. Probably his only contract he's going to get, uh, you know, if he does a three- or four-year deal because he'll be 32 when it's all said and done. And I think he's going to get that 8 to $10 million range. I don't know if the 49ers keep him. I know they want to. I would love to keep him. But this dude needs to get paid. Um, he deserves to get paid. No doubt about it. Now, if you look at how this guy has he's volume he just doesn't get hurt first off uh college 54 games played 27 at tight end nfl 47 games played san diego fleet 12 games played um and he started everywhere so let's go through some numbers 2019 comes in four games at right tackle two at right guard one and a half at left tackle he gave up two sacks and nine pressures and that was the super bowl run year 2020 comes in Starts eight games at right guard, then starts the second half, eight games at center. Four sacks, 31 pressures allowed that year. Last year, 20 games every freaking game, didn't miss a snap at right guard, just freaking Iron Man. Gave up five sacks, 41 pressures. Now, he's not near the top of anything. If you look at metrics from Pro Football Focus or whatever, he is a slightly above average starter. So why is he number 10 for us? One, consistency. Two, versatility. He just fixes everything. I don't know where his best position is. I'd probably say right tackle, um, but he's not even getting snaps there. I think he's going to probably be the starter at center eventually, but uh, let's listen to Shanahan talk about what this is going to be like this year. I'm both. Um, That's that's stuff I want to talk to Brunskill about first and everything, but... Um, I mean, he's going to have a chance at both. We know, I mean, he started at right guard for us for a while. We know we can play center. Um, we got Jake Brindell doing that too. Um, there's going to be some competition there big time. Um, we have possible rookies to compete at right guard. So it's going to be musical chairs in there um, for this camp. It's pretty cool because we got a number of guys that we believe can start. Um, Brunskill's the only one who's shown um, people that he can do it because he's the one who's had that opportunity. A lot of the other guys, you don't know for sure till they do it for 16 games, 17, just like I'm talking about with our quarterback. But what we see in practice every day, um, we think we got a number of choices, and it'll be fun to watch them kind of all battle it out. It's got to be a competition. That's all you can say. Um, now, I don't know where. I think center. He's starting somewhere. He's starting center or he's starting right guard. That's just – there. I just cannot see a reality – where a healthy Daniel Brunskill is not starting week one or really throughout this season. Now, I will say this. If for some odd reason he's not starting, holy cow, that means some players have really surprised. Um, and not a bad situation. If Daniel Brunskill's your number six offensive lineman, not a bad situation. Now, he's going to be somewhere. Right tackle, left tackle. He's playing. I, I'm telling you that right now. I really do like this guy. And I think the value that he brings is consistency. Iron Man, he never misses a game, and versatility. So he's going to be somewhere out there. I'm excited to see what that's going to look like. I hope he wins the center job. I think that'd be best for the 49ers offense um, together. Kyle loves this guy. Uh, he loves him so much. So he's going to be out there. So that's Daniel Brunskill. I want to say thank you to Josh and Anthony, executive producers of this series. They have crushed it, and we got nine more to go. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.